I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anywho, hi. I'm Welcome Sarah. to Books and Bevies. Okay. <laughs> hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. Also, I wanted to address this. Do we really need to introduce the podcast at this point? I feel like we can just get into it. I feel like it, like we've done it a lot. I feel like it's weird though if you just like. So, like, how would you just say hi? We already have like the reason for drinking and the bevy and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what? I did forget. Like we're gonna like immediately jump into the book and just hello. Yeah, I forgot about formalities. Um, <laughs> apparently, I don't know how to do anything. Uh, here we are. You're right. I you probably don't. This. Cool. I feel like it's been enough episodes. People know where they are. They know what they're doing. They know who I am. They know who you are. They recognize our voices by now. And if not, yeah. go listen to the first episode. Don't. Listen to like episode yeah. five. <laughs> You know what? It's very unimportant if you can tell us apart. <laughs> it it's does true. not add to anything. <laughs> we're either way, we're both stupid. Um and yeah. here doing things. Anyways. How are you? Do you, you have a baby? You need to stop speaking at the same time. <laughs> It'll never happen. <laughs> Do you have a bevy? Uh, I have a beautiful cup of water. Beautiful. And you? Um, I actually don't right now. I should probably get a cup of water. I did just eat a cupcake. Kind of a bevy? It's not, but it went in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that, you feel happy with the way you phrase that? <laughs> oh my god i just thought of you know how really it's like uh do you have a bevy instead of instead of asking that did you put something in your mouth <laughs> that's her i just want to okay i just want to i just want to uh, cut that out also. <laughs> i'm keeping it in this is derailing. Sorry, what? <laughs> what I was going to say <laughs> is that we are derailing a lot this recording session for those of you listening. So just like brace yourselves for a real doozy of an episode because I feel like Katrina and I are both tired. Maybe, maybe we're both over caffeinated. Who knows? 
something's off with us. But at least we're on the same level. So I'm sure this is, there's going to be entertainment. There's going to be something. I don't even know if I want to classify it as entertainment. There's going to be content. Accurate. <sighs> Anyways, do you have a reason for drinking your bevy? <laughs> or putting really? in your mouth? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Um, not answering that question. Uh, it's... <laughs> my reading week next week so i have a week off of school and jared is flying up so that'll be fun oh good for you and your happy relationship <laughs> and based on that comment uh what are you drinking do you have a reason for drinking <laughs> tell me what your thoughts um, I deleted social media for a month and that's coming to an end tomorrow. So that's exciting. Um, I'm going to scroll through TikTok for hours and completely disassociate from my body. Um, I've been doing really well in my new courses. So that's exciting. Um, just, you know, chilling. <laughs> Say it again with some heart. Chilling. <laughs> uh, I believe you. Thank you. I'm feeling calm, cool, and relaxed, and just so happy. <laughs> um. Yes, but you know what? At least I have However, validation. I may be dead inside. I was going to say, and the next Sarah J. Mass book. <laughs> I will say, also, up top, I, there's like, no, never mind. Okay, that was very insightful. Thank you. <laughs> yep. You're welcome. Are you to share it later, or is just a secret? <laughs> Do you think that the fact that there's romance in this book is a spoiler? No. Okay. Well, there's some romance in this book, and I was very sad. Uh, I did not appreciate the romance in this book at the time that I read this book. I was annoyed. Oh. Because I was sad. <laughs> and I <laughs> was like, alone. <laughs> how dare other people feel this joy? <laughs> how dare fictional characters experience happiness? whatever um anyway swiftly moving past that do you have any spoiler free fun stuff to say well starting off strong this does come with a map so immediately clear reason for us to love it yeah started with a map it's a it's very, very cool map too it's an unexpected looking map yeah it's very different from the rest of the sarah j mass maps yeah, it, it's also, it, this book is quite, like, modern. Like, it's set in modern time. Yeah, it was weird. I feel like the way I've been describing it to people is that it's, like, kind of a mix of fantasy and dystopian at the same time. 
Yeah, it's not. Like it's they not... have cell phones, but they're fey. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird combination. I don't know if I was like fully ready for that when I started reading it. It's not fully fantasy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like sometimes the appearance of a laptop would take me out of it a bit. Because I feel like if you're going to make technology a thing, maybe make it like a little cooler or like describe it differently or make things like holograms or something like that. But when it's just like, oh, he whipped out his laptop. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, like it was very like this world except magic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it it is written in parts, so like mm-hmm. part one, two, three, four. Um, I something Five, about six, that. Seven, I, eight. Wow, I really do like <laughs> like in addition to chapters. No reason for it. I just like it. Um, I don't know why I like it too, but I do. Even if the parts don't necessarily, I guess maybe because it's such a thick book too, it like gives me extra goals. Yeah, I want to finish part one. Uh, I guess I will say this is also the book that you read the epilogue for. And mm-hmm. some people might not have that problem where they don't read the epilogue, but I do have that problem. <laughs> this is one where you have to read the epilogue because I fully was intending to skip it. And then I read like the first sentence and I was like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep going. Where is the epilogue? Is that at the end? Yeah, it's like literally one page. Page and a half. I found it. Yeah. Yes. Definitely read the epilogue. Um, I just like not without like spoiling content from the other Sarah J. Mass series that we have read. Where would you rank this in the Akatar Throne of Glass Crescent City so far as of book one? Without spoiling um, Crescent City or the rest of the series. <laughs> I think I like this more than Throne of Glass just because the reading level, like the age mm-hmm. it's directed at is definitely closer to our age than Throne of Glass was. However, I don't care for the characters as much as I cared for the characters in Throne of Glass. So It's, tough. it's like very close for me. Yeah, they might they might be the same. Maybe this one's like slightly above, mm-hmm. um, but it's not. It's not like a big difference between the two for me yet. Like maybe maybe come the second book, I'll change my mind. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as of now, the Akatar series is still <laughs> like stupid above. Yeah, uh, for me, I think I have like the same idea, but like the opposite. Where I think Throne of Glass is slightly above, just because, as you know, I love the characters and Throne much. Throw much, throw much glass. <laughs> there was throw much glass. <laughs> throw much glass. Jesus Christ! Don't listeners. Um, but yeah, I feel like characters are just big for me. I'd rather read a writing style that's like a bit younger, which we experienced in Throne of Glass, and like really love the characters, than read something that's for like actually our age demographic. If I haven't fallen in love with the characters to the same level. Degree, yeah. But I might. Like, this is this is just the first book. So I feel like if 
we get m either more characters that I love or if these characters like evolve in a way that makes me love them, I feel like this would pretty quickly be able to take second place for me. Yeah, it is. It is sad though that like now that I, cause we didn't, we haven't talked about this at all, but the fact that you also don't care for the characters that much mm -hmm. in comparison to at least the other books, I thought like maybe I was just not as into it, but it's like, it's a noticeable thing reading this where you're just like, yeah, I just don't care for them as much. No, there was, there was some. There was some. We'll get into it in the spoilers. But like, as a whole, if I were to take like all of the characters from all of the series, it would be like Akatar, Throne of Glass, and then Crescent City, way, way down, way down low. Yeah, if we were just basing it on characters, I would do the same. Mm -hmm. But writing style, I definitely like this a lot better. Yeah. Um, it, it does stand true to the Sarah J. Mass format, mm -hmm. uh, meaning the ending is insane. Yes. Like, <laughs> everything happens in the end. And you are stressed. However, I, I I liked the pace of this book like throughout. I didn't really yeah. have I didn't have a hard time getting into this book like I did with the Throne of Glass series, where usually I had to. Yeah, I, I didn't have a hard time book. getting I didn't have like a hard time getting into this book however the first chapter of this book was a bad fantasy book like for understanding for me where I was reading nothing like I was jumbling the words in my head and just kind of pretending to read is what it felt like <laughs> um I had no idea who anyone was, what was happening, what they were saying, because it kind of just jumps into it. It does like, really just jump right into the story. Like, I have no idea who these people are um, and what names they're using. Um, so, yeah, it was it was definitely it. It takes you right in. So mm -hmm. it takes a minute. It took a minute for me, at least. Yeah, I will also say that this book is definitely like I would I would say it's like not the most spicy but like the most mature out of all of the Sarah J Mass books because there's like themes of drinking of drugs uh going to clubs there is also like sex um I, th I think it's because the characters are actually like our age yeah so which is it was kind of we're not we're not very old so it's like <laughs> weird to be like yeah they were actually our age but like for a fantasy book usually they're like 18 That's... yeah or even like 17 I would say 17 18 yeah so having them be like 25 was a shift mm -hmm. and I kind of I mean I don't I'm still not like a big fan of spice in books in general when it gets to be a little too vulgar but I did kind of like the presence of like going to the club like it just felt like I mean I granted I don't really drink that much and I don't go to the club very often because I don't have a life but I can because I'm legally old enough to do so so it kind of did make it a little bit more like relatable in a sense yeah. even though I don't relate to Bryce very much at all in the slightest no but yeah, it was just kind of nice to have it be a, like not even more mature in just the writing style, but in the writing like content 
without it being like this wasn't like the same level of spice that like a court of silver flames was no so it's like it was mature without being overly spicy but there was read anything like a court of silver flames again like I actively don't want to. <laughs> yep. Same. Anyways, I can't really think of anything else spoiler free. Yeah. I think I'm done. Even do overall rating for the book? Oh yeah. That's what we do. Um uh, I think I'm gonna give it a solid eight point five. I was going to go for eight. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, like it's fine. It was good. It was, I like the way it was written. Characters were interesting, but like we said, it's just like it, we weren't in love with the characters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. For me, it's just eight point five. I. I did really like it. I read it really fast. Yeah, it you did read really, really fast. I just feel for like for an eight hundred page book, like I understand you're building a world, but like I feel like I there was room to make me care about the characters. Yes, I will say, in my humble opinion, <laughs> I have heard through like social media that this book was so, so, so hard to read because of the world building. I didn't find it hard to read. I did find it like very world building heavy but it wasn't like I found Throne of Glass harder to read in the beginning pages I think Throne of Glass for me was just harder because I was like it just felt like I wasn't reading for my audience and it was world building this first chapter of this book I found definitely harder than Throne of Glass like nothing was happening in my brain reading this I feel like like, I was just gonna say like it didn't stay that way like I kept reading and then it was fine yeah because it was very like with this book it was very world building but it wasn't boring like there was still like plot points that were happening like it wasn't yeah and I I didn't find it world building where it's just you know like blatantly building the world being like this is this this is this Mm -hmm. it was like oh background on a character and then you're like oh and this is why and I was like yeah I like the way the world was built I was a fan me too I didn't have any issues with the world building in this book but apparently a lot of people have had issues with it like I think I saw um a TikTok or something that was like trying to convince someone to read Crescent City, but telling them to like push through the first like three quarters of the book. And I was like, I don't think I really had to push through that much. It didn't grab like it didn't grab me as much as Akatar did, but it wasn't bad. I didn't I didn't it have any issues. Wasn't bad, no. Anywho, spoiler time. Oh, let's get into it. Okay, immediately, I have something that I want to say. Okay. I don't buy. I don't, I, I, it's a big plot point that I just, I don't buy it. The fucking flash drive in Danica's jacket. There is literally no way that Bryce wore that jacket for two years and didn't notice that there was like a lump in the back. 
Yeah, I also don't love that it was a flash drive. Right? Because those are not small. Exactly. Like, like even the really thin ones are something I wear for two years. I and something that's it. like like important. Like if you had a catchphrase like Danica did. And you gave me a leather jacket with like that catchphrase on it. I would probably like look at the phrase a lot. Like I would, I don't know. I I would like, lean. I would. I would look at it. Yeah. When you I sit in a it. chair, I would lean backwards sometimes. Like there's just no way. If I ever had to, like I spill things. I know it's on the back, but like if someone like spilled something or something, I don't know. I would notice a flash drive, a literal flash drive. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I it could have been more, like, is. magical. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't love that. Um, I will also say, my very first note in this book is... Is it page 20? I don't know. It's on my iPad. Oh, right. Um, it, it's just... This is now where I cared about Bryce and Connor's relationship. That was mm. the note I had made. And then I played myself because a good, <laughs> I don't know, two chapters later, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I have questions for the people who complain about this book being too boring in the beginning. Everyone dies. <laughs> like, I was like, ooh, Danica loved that vibe. Connor I like the vibe between the two I was invested in their relationship and then she comes home to their apartments like I assumed not everyone would be dead I assumed some of them would be dead but exactly. then it was literally every single one of Danica's pack murdered not even <laughs> just murdered Danica. they were pulp <laughs> they weren't they weren't even bodies <laughs> and I was like I'm so, what I was so upset because I loved Danica and I loved Danica and Brace's dynamic because it kind of reminded me of you and I. So I was like, hell yeah, relatable contact. Oh, Danica died. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but no, my first point in the book is um, page 20 where there's a line, white as death. And I was like, oh, there it is. I, I didn't, there is the phrase still as death several times in this book and I can't get over it just yeah sometimes I, re I wish you had never pointed it out to me because you're definitely the person who like noticed it and I didn't and once you notice it you can't unsee it yep um also quite early on um I think Someone is talking about, oh, yeah, the Rune, is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah. I don't know. So Rune is talking to Hunt about Bryce, and then Hunt's, like, asking him, like, uh, just how close are you to I think I have the exact same note. <laughs> and the, basically, he's implying, like, are you sleeping with uh uh, Bryce and he's just like uh, the answer is no she's family 
And then Han's like, oh, but distant family. Why is that a running theme in Sarah J. Mass books of like sleeping with fam- family members? That I get that they're not closely related, but well, they, technically have- they are. Yeah, like in this case, they are. But like, oh, yeah, why yeah. do you bring it up every time someone is like interested sexually in someone else? And they're like, oh, siblings, a family. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just those are two separate, separate realms. Don't bring up family when you're talking about that. And don't bring up that when you're talking about family. I feel like that's reasonable. I literally put down the exact same note because I had like heard of Rune Dannon. Um through tiktok through book talk um and i like he's a big book talk crush naturally um and i was like i swear to fucking god if there is any more weird familial sexual tension i'm going like i don't i don't even know if i would be able to finish the book because they're actually siblings yeah they're full-on siblings um speaking of that also it's there's I understand this is like the world building and you're getting the vibes of the different characters. I did not love that they were calling Hunt by his last name sometimes and his first name sometimes. Mm. And then in in this book, they were talking about like cousin and then sister, like obviously depending. But mm-hmm. the thing is, like I understand that was a plot point and like Athelar and Hunt it's like depending on who's calling him what it's yeah. like the vibe um of like of the characters however when you do that in like chapter two when you've only said his full name once i'm like who are you talking about like why would you make that so much harder for me to realize in like the beginning when you're trying to build a world and they're like oh hunt oh he's talking about someone else and i'm like is that the same person I literally had to go back and I was like, is that his full name? So is he using his last name only? Okay. Yeah, I was super fucking confused. Yeah, I feel like that was like unnecessary complication. I would have to agree with you. Also, I know uh, for you, Hunt or Rune. You know what? This one is harder for me than normal. Really? Because my normal reaction would be hunt that's kind of where i'm sitting but like i just don't really care (laughs) (laughs) like to me rune and hunt are equally okay like i vaguely care about you as characters but neither of them i particularly care for interesting for me, I just kind of like Hunt because he kills people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, that, that is the normal It was me, thing. like, Asriel vibes. And you know I'm a big Asriel girl. Big yeah. fan of torture over here, apparently. Jesus Christ, Sarah, see a therapist. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like he ticks all the boxes. Like, he's, like, murdery. He has a very sad history. <laughs> like, it's... It's got wings. <laughs> Yeah, and Rune is the exact opposite. And normally that's not the vibe, but I don't know what it is about Hunt. It's just like maybe I never got over that he lied. Um True. I don't know. Yeah, no, he's definitely like nothing compared to other Sarah J. Mass men. Like 
he's the bottom of the list for me, but he is out of Rune and Hunt. I would pick Rune. I mean, Hunt. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> oh my God. This, this was the worst. I've, I've made it to chapter 11. I might have read the exact same sticky note. Okay, read me the first two words of oh. chapter 11. The Archangel? Yes. Oh, now let me tell you how I was reading that until this exact point. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even say it out loud. <laughs> Archangel. <laughs> oh God! Thank for my religious upbringing. Sometimes didn't really think I would ever use that sentence, but <laughs> I fully made it to that point, and I was like, "Can you say it again?" Oh my God! Archangel. Archangel. And then I I read it, and I was, and then I realized because there were other like angels, and I was like, "Oh my God." That's a term, Archangel. Mm-hmm. I could have died at that moment. Um, I just want to share. Thank you. Thank you. Archangel. Love that. Yeah, no, that was bad. That one was bad for me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for me, the point that I have was like a little bit lower down, but um, it was just like, Bryce was talking about Hunt in like her internal monologue and she was like yeah he could probably make anyone make someone come by merely whispering things in their ear and I was like okay we're getting this makes me nervous for like the progression of like the spiciness their vibe gives me Cassian and Nesta more so than Feyre and Reese and that was not the vibe that I liked in Akatar. yep but you know what? We persevere. Are we going to stop reading Sarah J. Mass books? Probably not. Quite specifically, actually, I have a quote from the book where I put lol say it Sarah J. Mass describing a court of uh silver flames. And it's uh, it's like Bryce reading. Um or no, Bryce watching a show and then She's like, I'm not the one who's binging a show that's basically porn with a plot. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that's straight up Silver Flames. It's true. I thought it was funny. Um, I feel like the Oracle in general was done really well in this book. Just to like completely um, switch topics. Um because I liked the like insertions of like the Oracle like earlier on in the book like it's page 164 when um we find out that like the royal bloodline is going to end with Rune and I was like oh damn that's intense it it didn't feel forced and I did like that mm-hmm. yeah it, it feels like a it was like a natural weaving in yeah 
I also I do love Bryce because she is like so um like sassy. I do like her character a lot. Um but like when she went and got her nails done and Hunt was like all grumbly about it, but she was like actually asking questions to the nail tech and there was like a whole point. I liked that plot line. I really liked that plot line. I I do also I like that it isn't like a story of like a powerless weak person that like comes into like this world magically and like is the best of them all. It's someone that's or already powerful mm-hmm. and like is born from a powerful person has this power inside of her and then it like comes out at the end of like how strong she can be once she does the drop. But mm-hmm. I, I I like that it wasn't like a she is useless until she does that she was very like yeah she was strong and smart throughout Mm -hmm. now she just happens to be stronger so i I like that it wasn't like a "Mm." i agree no i'm i was a big fan of that um character development and like power development another thing that i kind of don't like in sarah j mass books the little like we've we've talked about the weird familiar familial sexual tension but also like the kind of animalistic blurred lines at times like the fact that um bryce hooked up with a lion shifter but the way that the shifter was described where he had like had a mane instead of like really long hair or whatever and i'm just kind of like i would like a line to be just like a little a little darker (laughs) like i understand that i'm okay with wings (laughs) wings are different (laughs) i don't i don't love that blurred line either i prefer the shifters when you know human to non-human like halfway point a little bit yes a little bit questionable questionable yeah i'm not i wasn't a fan of that part I was not a fan of that part, especially in hindsight when it turns out that that was when Connor and everyone was getting murdered, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't doesn't add to the joy of that scene. <laughs> For me, I feel like it got interesting. Like, obviously, it was always interesting, but, like, it got real interesting. Um, when you find out that the demon um that was like running through the streets that bryce was chasing that had like Mm -hmm. killed danica and the pack when you find out that the angel that bryce saved was micah i was like oh that was cool (laughs) that was a good circle moment yeah because micah is scary so i was like if this thing can kill micah exactly there's no winning why did i put a sticky note beside that do you ever do that sometimes where you like make a make a note of something and you're like why did that why did i care about that so much literally all the time (laughs) oh i have the that was micah we're 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 actually for once very much like on the same pace i do like Hunt's like description of like when he's whatever they call him. What's his like alter? Oh, like 
something mortis, umbra mortis? Umbra mortis, yeah. Um, but it's like, hunt was nothing but a shadow, a wisp of life, an instrument of death. And I was like, oh shit. Kind of like that for you. Yeah, I did like that. Oh, Hans. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what part really confused me? The explosion in the club. I thought I had like misread something because like you find out later, but like Bryce don't protect her friend Juniper. And then Juniper proceeds to punch Bryce in the face. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, was that not like a kind thing to do? And I was just like reading it. And I was like, why would you punch her? And after reading it, I was like, uh, okay, I get it. But like I had the context was not there for me reading it. And I was like, this seems like a weird friend. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like the context of the bombing in general was kind of oh, weird. I feel like that was just kind of thrown in. And I, I don't think it was that relevant. I think it was just to like indicate that drive, drive, oh, right, <laughs> really needed to do like do the drop, but like it just like it didn't really move the story along that much. Yeah. And I think it was like, because it was so different from all of the other attacks that I was just kind of like, where is this coming from? I get that it was an indicator that Bryce needed to do the drop. Also, it annoyed me that Bryce wasn't doing the drop amongst all of this. Yeah, no, I was like, ma'am, this is very important. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, things are going very wrong in your life. You should probably um see about that immortality. <laughs> Like just do it. I understand but you, know you what? wanted you to do it with Danica, me. but whatever. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> See, you know what? I I I think I know why I don't really care for Hunt like as much as I feel like I would. But like, you know, when he's like one, they were into each other way too early for me. I don't know. That's not and enemies to lovers they were just into each other and that's not it's fun true. um there was sexual tension so way too I don't fast love... yeah and i don't i just like don't love the way he describes bryce like throughout the book there's like different parts of it but like there's one part where he's just like it's it's a big fucking lace covered understatement and he's like talking about her like in her underwear and i'm like okay look like I get it. You could just call it an unnamed. Um, I just like I don't love that kind of language. It's not fun, you know. Yeah, I agree. I also yeah. This Hunt and Bryce's like dynamic was always just like a little more vulgar than I like wanted it to be. Like like Bryce does it too, where they're like. Like with with the point yeah. that I said where Bryce was like, oh, I bet he can make her go come just by like speaking at her. And I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, they are. Like, I like a, a slow it is, like, the burn. I like a slow 
enemies to lovers burn. Like, I want you to hate each other. I don't want you to already like each other in the beginning. Even if you like each other from the beginning, make it a slow burn. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. It has to go slowly. It's not fun when you're like, oh. Yeah, like, like when we're just going to, like, jump in plot line. But when Hunt was, like, the bad guy for, for, like, a brief moment, I was like, this is good. I like this. I would like I would have much prefer Hunt end up the villain and like stayed the villain. I also wanted him to stay the villain. I'm not gonna lie, I was a bit disappointed that he went to good again. Cause I I thought that was the biggest plot twist. I was like, oh my God. And then it just wasn't. Yeah, it's was like, I oh no, like... I changed my mind already. I was like, okay. I was like, no, because I feel like also with Sarah J. Mass books, like a lot of times the first love is definitely not your forever love. Um, So like, I'm not anticipating that Hunt and Bryce are going to be together forever, but um, I just, I really liked that idea of Hunt becoming the villain and like, not like, like the actual villain so soon. Yeah, because when I tell you my jaw dropped when it was him on the dock, I was like, same. No, no, I did not see that coming. And then turns out, yeah, like it's fine. He's still he was like, oh, I got like, cold feet a while ago and I was planning on backing out. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, see, it's just, I don't know. Something about Hunt is just not the vibe. <laughs> it's not the right vibe. A hundred percent um yeah see just like a continuation of the fact that i like this book but i don't really care about the characters Mm -hmm. even after like we now have the green light to read the second one because we did the predictions i have not started reading the second one because i just i'm not excited to i'm excited too but that's because i'm pretty sure that the ending was pseudo spoiled for me that's true. I also You're haven't started, it. but that's because I've been busy and dying. And I went on a date when I could have been reading. <laughs> Anywho, what did you think that the Oracle saw when Bryce saw her? I <laughs> honestly had no thoughts. <laughs> okay. Not a single guess in my mind. <laughs> Could I have guessed that it was uh, light based on, you know, context clues? Maybe. Should I have? Probably. Did I? No, not at all. I didn't didn't think that she was the horn, obviously, because I assumed that the horn was an inanimate object. I thought that maybe Bryce's mom was like not her mom or her dad wasn't her dad and she was part demon. That's what I thought. Also, the whole time when people were talking about the horn, I was thinking of like a cornucopia. Me too. <laughs> like a like a like a like not made out of um wood, obviously, because it's a horn. Like made out of like shiny white silver metal with like jewels on it. That's what I picture. Yeah, like it wasn't very I don't know. I was very wrong, obviously. It was 
It was a human being. <laughs> it was a human. Um, but yeah, I was not picturing anything remotely close to Bryce. Nope. I think the moment I decided I really liked Bryce, it was a I wasn't like invested in her. I don't know. I wasn't I was just unsure what her what her thing was. Mm-hmm. Um so I just don't like I wasn't that invested. When she aggressively turned down Micah, I loved it. And I was like, you know what? You're pretty cool. Yeah. Bryce is pretty cool. I'm a big fan. Not like a big fan. I'm she a has alien fan. vibes. Yeah. Badass. More. Mm-hmm. What, did, what, did, what was your reaction like when you found out Sabine was the person who was heading the investigation of the whatever the fuck the drug was called? I already forget. I was like, there were some twists that honestly happened like halfway through the book that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I feel like the twists would have been more heavy hitting. (laughs) Yes. I was looking at myself while I was talking. I did it again. I'm able to raise one eyebrow. I do it when I talk. But I can't do it on command. <laughs> do it. I can't do it. This has been a thing that I've worked towards my whole life. And I. Yeah, I definitely can do it. You can? Can't. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, watch me talk and then maybe you'll see it happen. Anyways, not important. That was a weird a weird thing I don't okay here's the thing here's something that I didn't love I kind of found it silly maybe it's because it was like a little too um not fantasy and it was like a little too like our world I wasn't a fan of Bryce showing off her stuffed animals (laughs) yeah that seemed um, like I don't really know what the point of that was. <laughs> I also didn't particularly like it. It's uh, that's why I don't I don't know if I love the mesh. Like yeah. it just I feel like I need more separation or like fully in this world like dystopian mm-hmm. that I'm cool with. But fantasy in, in like regular world is just a bit weird like it's hard to wrap your head around because i feel like even in most dystopian books to be fair there also wouldn't be the presence of stuffed animals like i feel like the presence of stuffed animals in a book that's not like a super modern like contemporary book it just it took me out of it a lot there was a lot of things that kind of took me out of the vibe because i was picturing it a lot more like I don't even know how to like describe it. Like almost like fantasy meets Marvel in a way. Like I like would sometimes picture it like with the modern stuff, like with the um like the screen in the office that Bryce used to contact her boss and stuff like that. Like the way I was picturing that at first was like really high tech, kind of like you see in Marvel movies. And yeah. then I imagined it like 
fantasy characters but like in a super tech universe like almost have you seen the black panther i've seen the first one like that sort of vibe like that level of like technology and like kind of a dystopian setting like divergent and then yeah like that's what i was picturing and then there's stuffed animals and i'm like that doesn't fit the vibe (laughs) that is way too present day earth realm you know it is very well you know i feel like i say this every time we rebook where people get murdered i always expect the first murder to be it and i don't know why but this was another one of those things where i thought danica and her pack getting murdered was gonna be like the thing and they were Uh searching the whole time and then more people kept getting murdered and i was like oh it continues it does Um, continue and then you think about it and you're like obviously why would the murders stop um and I don't know why I assume they would, but every time, like when we re- read the maidens, I was like, obviously you only kill once. That's a rule. <laughs> Serial killers don't exist. Um, one thing that I did love in this book is the presence of the otter delivery men. I don't know how Sarah J. Mass came up with that. I don't know where it came from, but that was perfect. This- it's things like this where my imagination does not work that well, I don't think. <laughs> so it's not like it doesn't fit into the world for me. Like it was just a regular otter just kind of on the street. And that was the vibe I was picturing. I'm like, this is just kind of weird. Um, But it's cute. In theory, it's cute. But I... It, it mentally didn't work out. See, it didn't really mentally fit the vibe for me either, but I accepted it because otters are cute. And I like that they were supposed to be wearing like yellow high-vis vests and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? It's a bit of a stretch, but I will accept it in this case. You know what I did appreciate? This was in my defense this is a Sarah J. Mass book, so the comparison is granted. Um, in comparison to other Sarah J. Mass books, there are like, uh, like plot holes that you might find are kind of addressed. Where like this whole time when uh, Bryce kept on getting away and like not getting hurt, it like and when like Micah and people like Danica would get murdered, and you're like. Okay, but everyone's stronger than you. So this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but like, you know, in like Akatar, like it's like, oh yeah, Feyre, this person that doesn't know how to do anything wins. Like she beats everyone with no <laughs> powers. Um, it's not like that in this book. It's like, yes, that is a plot hole, but then oh, it's because she is the horn that yeah. they won't like attack her. And so it makes sense. But like if you just read this through and it ended. It would it would be like Akatar. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I definitely think that this like Bryce, 
her character development compared to Feyre's, I think was like a little bit better when it came to like the development of her powers. Maybe not her character because her character kind of stayed the same, whereas Feyre, I think, changed a lot. Um. Also, did you, because I kind of did see this coming, which is sad because it's me, but did you predict at all that Danica was the one who stole the horn? I didn't predict it per se but at a certain point you're like okay she did it but like before they come to it but like before there was any hints of it at all no mm. oh yeah no not but like before like basically when um we found out that she was like heading the investigation into the drug i kind mm. of anticipated and then I'm you're like, like mm. Danica kept that a secret like um one of my it's probably not my favorite quote in the book which is why I'm gonna say it now but um when one of like the best comebacks that I have ever read was when Hunt was trying to go see I think it was the Autumn King maybe who knows? I'm not going to read too much into it. But um, basically the guard insults Hunt and Hunt is like, say that again. And then the guard goes, once wasn't enough. And I fully intend to use that. No, once wasn't enough. That's, that's so real. <laughs> it's just like the, I, maybe you'll know what movie I'm talking about. You know, when, when they're like, Oh, it was so nice talking to you. And they keep saying something and you're like, so, so nice. What is that from? Is that Mean Girls? Maybe, but that's so rude. I think it was Mean Girls or something of the same vibe. Yeah, th those two things have the same vibe for me. <clears throat> Once wasn't enough. Did you ever think it was Sabine that actually killed Danica? Not really. Like I feel a like that's just the way. Kinda... <laughs> I was just gonna say it's like that's the way it goes with books. Like if it's too obvious, it's not true. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't really know who I imagined it being. I don't think I had a strong. I did not guess Micah. I did not guess Micah. <laughs> <laughs> He was too cool and aloof. Too cool and aloof. 100%. Also, I will say, another thing that I do really like in Sarah J. Mass books is the presence of the female characters getting their period. You what? I just think it's a good thing to have in a book, you know? Like, normalized. And, like, not weird. Yeah, I was just kind of like I, I, I don't know it was just like in this book too and I like thought about it and I was like you know what like they do talk like Sarah J Mass does talk about it which is kind of nice however that does make me nervous about like pregnancy trope being a thing every time I see it because I'm like oh if they're talking about a period what if they're going to be like oh my god her period was late and then <laughs> yeah and then you're like mm, I wish you would get less comfortable <laughs> I don't want to hear that because I don't want you to get pregnant in the middle of a battle. I hate that trope.
I hate it too so much. It's, it's always the really independent girl that's like, I don't need anyone. I want to live my life. Meets a guy year later. Well, I guess we're just going to have babies because that's all I want to do. And I'm like, I'm sorry, did you just ruin the entire plot for me? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to skip away ahead of you, but I want to talk about it. So I'm going to anyways. You can backtrack later. Um, Okay, so when, when Danica sees Hunt doing doing the drug deal and you're like oh my god you said danica what danica bryce and you're like oh my god and then and then the explanation is given for how danica died by (laughs) that crew what was your were you like oh my god that's how she died were you like no something is wrong oh i thought that was (laughs) i bought it (laughs) I totally wanted to. (laughs) But I think we talked about it earlier. I think we wanted to buy it because we wanted Hunt to be the villain. Like, it works. True. Yeah. I mean, I was still, like, I was just just as shocked to find out that it was actually Micah. Yeah, I, I was shocked, but I feel like I cared more when it was Hunt, where I was like, oh, true. Oh. And then like it turned hunted, into Micah. I just feel like if Hunt had ended up the villain in this book, I would care so much more. Yes, I'd be so excited to see what was going to happen. Like, because yeah, I yeah. never really liked Micah, so like, I don't really care. Like, one, I didn't like him, and also he wasn't very relevant. Yeah, whereas Hunt, I liked him, and he was also relevant. Like, it gives me, um, A vibes, like Pretty Little Liars, when uh, I found out over TikToks, we obviously stopped watching, so I've never seen the ending. So, spoiler, I'm gonna spoil who A is, but, like, also it's been out for, like, 20 years, I don't know. We didn't watch it when we were five. It's been over 15 years, 10 years. I don't know. Um, but it, A Probably is like seven, seven. I don't know. I have no concept of time. A is like uh, Spencer's twin sister that we've never met. That's this vibe where you're 100%. like, okay, thank you for making an irrelevant character. The murderer. That's cool. Like, why can't you like, like, make it anyone else make it rune even make it the autumn king because then it's bryce's dad and it's way more of a thing i don't know because then like maybe it makes sense like trying to get her to like dis distance herself from her friends because he doesn't like them because he's trying to get her back into like the bay world i don't know i feel like there's a lot of ways it could have been a prominent character but having the already evil and menacing Micah, who we just don't know of anything other than the fact that he's evil and menacing, being the evil and menacing character in the story is kind of like, okay, well. Like, literally make Hunt the villain and then give Micah a redemption arc. Oh my god, I would have died. What if Micah tried to stop Hunt? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Literally, the more we talk about this book, the less I like it. (laughs) That's probably not good. Um, 
I'm also, I feel like the transition from how dare you hunt, how could you do this to me, to I forgive you, I will sacrifice myself for you, was very short. That's true. That is there was like true. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she fully was going to sacrifice herself for him. I forgot yeah. about that a little bit. Like, I feel like I could be a forgiving person. However, no, you can't. No, I can't. I was trying. I can. (laughs) I was lying to the public. I (laughs) will not. (laughs) But like, that seems outrageous. Yeah, I, I am often a very forgiving person, and too forgiving. I would not do that. Like that was just a bit much. It didn't make sense to me, and also like because it wasn't even like there here's the thing it wasn't even like there was a plan i could see it if she was like oh i can like this is my in to accomplishing something whether it be like getting close to this person who's like taking hunt i want to get close to them so i can like overthrow them from the inside or whatever like something like that i would be like oh it makes sense that you're sacrificing yourself for hunt in that situation yeah, but it was just pure sacrifice for, like, love, I guess. I don't know. I just, I did, I didn't, I didn't really like it very much. Because also, like, we get the backstory of, like, why Hunt did what he did. But Bryce doesn't know it. The, the thing that makes it worse is that it is so out of character for Bryce. And, like, this isn't exactly growth. This is just annoying. Yeah, this does not count as growth. However, this is not character development. This is character annoyance. <laughs> the word, words that I never thought I would love to read in a book um, a man telling someone else, you are my property. Um, <laughs> however, when Rune said that to like Bryce to be like, no, like, you can't trade yourself because. I own you um, Mm -hmm. because I'm the male in this bloodline just for the sake of not letting yourself you know Mm -hmm. trade with Hunt I was like Rune yeah Rune did grow on me in that moment I was just at that exact same point we are interesting but you know what you did ask me earlier if I was Rune or Hunt I think as we've discussed this further, I think I am a rune person. Something about Hunt just doesn't doesn't vibe. Yeah, I think I really liked Hunt more like throughout the entire book, but like towards the end of the book, I leaned towards Rune. Because he was like more of a character. In the beginning, he just wasn't as relevant. And, like, the more we talk about it, the more that I'm a rune girl, too. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, you know what? I didn't like that. Yeah. Not that I minded Hunt. Actually, no. I think the other thing that I don't really like about Hunt is the fact that he was, (laughs) like, the level of hung up he was on that other angel whose name I forget. Oh, yeah. 
And just like the fact that it kept getting brought up, including to Bryce. And he was like, oh, she ruined me for everyone else or whatever. I was just kind of like, okay, man, get a grip. You're an ancient, powerful being. And you can't like just, I get that she died, but like. Maybe yeah, I get that she died. Um, <laughs> but move on. I'm going to wait until someone you know dies and I'm play this back for you. I'm like, you see what it feels like? But wasn't it a long time ago? Or was yeah, it? I, think- I feel like it was like many, many years ago. Yeah, it definitely was, like, at least a hundred, because he was down in, like, the cells for a hundred years, I think. True. After. Yeah. So it's been, like, a really long time. Um, Yeah, you know what? Get a grip. <laughs> I'm, I honestly might have to knock this down to, like, a seven. <laughs> like, just, you know what? I don't think I like this book that much. Like, I don't like the characters. I don't like the setting. I didn't really care for the plot. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's so good. <laughs> but here's what the thing. While I was reading it, I enjoyed it. You know? Yeah, so, you know... I like a hindsight thing where I'm just kind of like, uh. I think I have to go with seven. Okay. I kind of thought you already brought it down to seven. I don't know. Maybe it already was seven. Should I go lower? I think I brought it down to a 7.5. Okay. Maybe, Maybe I just brought it down to a I think seven-ish, 7.5. I don't know. We'll see when I post to the Instagram. Okay. Also, <laughs> I did not like at all. To the point where I was like, in what world was this the correct choice? When. Okay, hear me out. I I need the contact for this. Oh, yes. So Rune basically saves Bryce from herself. From trading herself with and, and like getting taken and just tortured horrendously and outside Bryce is like to ruin having a conversation and then uh, he's like I'm not going to apologize obviously because saving her from himself and then Bryce is like go yourself and to leave this conversation on a really strong note it then says she spat at Rune's feet Bryce reached her scooter and didn't look back as she zoomed off. (laughs) (laughs) Why? At what point were they riding a scooter at any time throughout this book? Yes, they were. Never. They were. Really? Yes. I literally didn't read it the whole time. And I was like, why now? Where did the scooter come from? The scooter was present throughout, like, the entire book. I hate that. That is the worst way to end an argument. Like, you lose the argument if you're like, I'm going to scoot away from you now. Is that a powerful ending? Yeah, and the other thing, too, uh, like, mentally, I know that she's writing a 
like motorized scooter but my mind pictures like a scooter like the ones we had growing up oh it's for sure a razor scooter like there is no way it's anything different in my mind because there is a point there's another point I think it's when um Bryce is about to find out about Hunt like and the drug deal and she like locks up her scooter and I'm like if this was a motorized vehicle you wouldn't be locking it up what are you doing so like she literally like I think I think it must be a razor scooter. Imagine you get in a fight and you like spit at the feet of the crown prince of the Valbaran Fey, and then you grab your razor scooter and zoom away. That was the phrasing. It could have just. There is nothing less powerful than zooming (laughs) oh my god I'm kind of already not sure if we've like discussed this at length because I'm brain dead apparently Um, but like what are your like general thoughts on Bryce being the horn did you anticipate it what are your feelings no, I don't know if I really liked it either. Because I just like I assumed it was an inanimate object. Um, but I guess she did have a tattoo on her back that we didn't know what it says. So I like there's a little bit of foreshadowing, but also I don't know. I don't know. Something about me didn't didn't like that. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like a. <gasps> It was like a, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, hear me out. What if it was the scooter? And you're like, (laughs) like, that would have been interesting. Yeah, I feel like in this universe, there's just like a couple things that are like, like the otters and the presence of the scooter, which are like, in my brain, comical. And that doesn't fit the vibe. No, I like. I feel like there is no vibe. Is what's wrong with this? True. Like, there's no theme in this book. It's just mild chaos. True. I'm like for the level of world building that there is. I expected it to be more of a world. Pages. If we read it, the thing is, compared to other fantasy books, there was less to build. Because it's in today's setting, but just fantasy. And somehow still, in 800 pages, the world was not built well. Mm. I have some beef with this book. (laughs) Sorry, Sarah J. Maas. (laughs) Okay, I'm jumping a lot right now. Maybe. I don't know where you are. Um, But... I want to talk about the real shit show when Syrinx was thrown into the tank and then Lily died. Now that that whole thing 
that whole scene was incredible. I just don't think that Sarah J. Mass had to kill off Lily. I just don't think that had to happen. I loved her. I didn't really realize how much I loved her until she died. Um, Is that her nickname? Yeah. Lily. I've missed that. BB and Lily. Got it. I was like, are we talking about the same person? Yes, we did. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Um. when... When Lily, and like when Bryce tells Lily that she's free and that she had purchased her so she could be free, and then saying, um, then let the world know my first act of freedom was to help my friends, I was like, oh my God, this ruined my evening. I'm so sad now. And just like how she kept on like singing my, or, saying or chanting or whatever my friends are with me and i am not afraid i was like and then she dies i just love her she was so cute and like innocent she didn't deserve that yeah she was kind of like the comedic relief yeah when they were like doing the research and like stuff like that um i i had a problem with the ending of this book so okay Okay, so you're just like completely jumping from this oh no like here this this is what i mean um this would have been an ending for me true this whole scene and then there were several other scenes pers- no, following this where I'm like, okay, this is where the book ends. And at no point did the book end when I thought the book was going to end. It just kind of kept adding on. Um, and I felt like that was very unnecessary. I feel like it should have ended earlier and then be like, okay, now the start of the next book is something. But I just felt like there were too many endings. I didn't feel like there were too many endings. I felt like the rest of this book after Lily's death was trying to set up the next book. I don't think it was trying to end this book. I think it was trying to set up the next book. I think realistically when this book should have ended is when Bryce saw Hunt at the dock. That would have been way better. But like, you know what I mean when like it like you're saying they were setting it up for the next book it felt like they were setting it up like you know when you read a book and you're like oh my god what's gonna happen next reading the end of this book it was like okay so like this is what's going to happen because you're like making it so it's going to happen where like it wasn't really relevant throughout that's what it felt like for me where I was like okay like I could just learn that later I don't like fully agree, but I do see what you mean. Fair enough. Because I feel like to me, it wasn't like a series of endings. Like it felt like there was like the two main ones were like Hunt at the Docks, I could see being a good ending, but I wasn't upset um, with the things that happened after that up until Lily's death. And then I think like the rest of the stuff that happened afterwards was just like not as exciting 
but also it didn't feel like a series of endings for me because it wasn't like here's a thing here's it wrapped up here's a thing here's it wrapped up here's a thing here's it wrapped up it was more just like oh no like what's the next book gonna be about we have to set up something because yeah because we didn't earlier (laughs) yeah However, I do love the fact that Bryce vacuumed up Micah. (laughs) For some reason, despite, like, brutally murdering Micah and, like, so many other demons at the end of the story, that was the most, like, unhinged, chilling thing that Bryce did was vacuum. Like, it was horrifying. I don't know. I mean, I do understand. I I mean, I don't know. I guess I didn't really have a huge issue as much with the ending because like I feel like it was important that Bryce made the drop. However, I do think that could have been something that was pushed until the next book, maybe. I thought maybe Hunt could have died and that would have been better. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like it was all really Like, I don't even really know what this next book is, like, supposed to be about. But it felt like they were starting plot points that, like, didn't get anywhere. And I don't really see them going anywhere. Yeah, it was, like, irrelevant things to this story that happened at the end. And you're like, okay, well, I don't have a thought on it now. Yeah, because I also think that, like, I mean, I did like that Danica came back. It just, like, for me, the, like, I mean, it shouldn't feel separate because it's the whole point. But, like, Micah and Bryce's fight and then the gates opening, even though they are very directly linked, they just didn't feel super related. (laughs) See, that's what I mean. Separate endings. There was too many endings. I, that Micah and Bryce was a thing. It was done. And then the gates of hell opened. And I was like, okay. See, that could have been an ending. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're, maybe you're right. And I'm wrong. Like she could have walked out and the gates were open. And then. Or like, hear me out. They could have ended it. When she walked out and you, like, read the line where she was like, and I had no idea it was going to get so much worse. Like, imagine that was the ending to the book and you'd be like, okay, well, now I have to read the next one. But no, it was a happy ending. Why do I have to read the next one? I could just leave it here. That's true. I mean, maybe the next one is just going to be, like, a completely separate thing. That's true. Like, like new perspective that's a new thing that i could be predicting for the next episode because we recorded this backwards um but because like this has bryce on the cover and the next one has rune on the cover oh does it yeah (sighs) oh fuck hey i think nope it's hunt (laughs) is on the cover there's definitely wings and a snake again was there a snake in the first one yeah 
What was the snake? I don't know. I don't remember a snake. Maybe it's like a metaphorical snake. Maybe. Whatever. Snake a snake. <laughs> a slithery, slithery snake. Snake. <laughs> I am a snake. Uh, uh, so maybe. Maybe it's like going to be just something completely completely, completely different. different i mean i'm at i'm at just like the epilogue do you have more yeah. points in between that no cool i didn't hate like speaking like speaking of the ending i didn't hate this ending like specifically the last line when when he's like not when things are about to get so interesting and i'm like ooh. How are they going to get interesting? But yeah, not to the same level that I think other endings could have been better. I really wonder how this um, white cat is going to come into play. Yeah, see, like, I feel like the epilogue was now another ending. Like, there were just <laughs> too many endings. <laughs> like, I understand the need to set up the next book, but you could have just left cliffhangers. And that's cool. That's true. Yeah, like the ending could have been a cliffhanger. You don't need to like really get into it too much. Yeah, like wrap it up. Make sure everyone's happy. Like each everyone dies. Everyone's good. <laughs> Drop is made. World is saved. Then the cat has his little moment. And then you're like, oh, well, that's coming back too. Like, okay, he can just come back. I guess so. I had an issue with the ending more than I thought. <laughs> Is it a five? <laughs> it's a zero. <laughs> uh, despite this episode, I did actually like enjoy this book. Definitely. Yeah, I had a lot of fun reading it. <laughs> there is a difference between enjoying the book and like liking the book true it's like some books are very well written well structured just pieces of art and like i won't like them because i just like it's not not the vibe and others are garbage and i'm like wow <laughs> greatest book ever <laughs> <laughs> it's just a feeling nothing it more it's true um do you have a favorite character or quote Uh, I don't know about character. I just like I wasn't attached to any of them. Maybe Lele. Yeah. Syrinx. Maybe. Maybe Rune. Mm -hmm. I liked Danica a lot, but she died too quick for me to really make her my favorite character. But I think if she had fucking lived, she would have been my favorite character. No, this is my favorite line for no other reason than it would just be funny to say to someone. <laughs> Keep your dick in your pants and your hands to yourself or you'll find yourself without either for a long while. I love that. 
Honestly, while I was like going through all of my quotes just now, I realized that the one that I already mentioned is probably my favorite one where he's like, once wasn't enough. Loved that. I think that's all I got. Yeah. That's all I got. Guess what we're doing next week, folks. <laughs> next episode, next book club. I always say next week as if we actually release episodes weekly. It's not true. Never true. In two weeks from now, actually, guys. In two weeks from now, as in when this episode comes out, not two weeks from now for us. I know. It's like a solid month and a half away for for us, I think. (laughs) Maybe just a month. I don't know. I have no thoughts in my brain. Anyways, it'll be House of Sky and Breath, <laughs> a Crescent City novel by Sarah J. Mass. Looking forward to it. You sound thrilled. <laughs> you know what? You did say if the ending is what you think it was, that this ending is incredible. Um, and I look forward to that. No, because I think, remember the ending changed because I got confirmation that what I thought wasn't actually true. Okay. Well, so it's not, sorry to burst your bubble, go into it with very mediocre expectations. If this is another ending of several endings, I, this is going to lower my rating. This is going <laughs> downhill. It better be one ending. You know what? At least it's only up from here. You know what? It could go down. That's true. (laughs) I hope we get new characters that I will care about. No, me too. And some new plot points that I care about. (laughs) The cat. (laughs) I like the cat. Actually, you know what? Maybe the cat is my favorite character. He's like at the very least very interesting kind of sneaky i like the vibe that's true i don't know what his business is or maybe that he the, i feel like that means sea, the sea creature i forget his name oh yeah he was pretty cool he was nice he was fine he was a mermaid or some some shit i don't know yeah i think they called him the merman This is the longest outro ever. If you want to follow us on social media, it's Instagram and Twitter at bookbevies at gmail.com. Nope. Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at bookbevies and a Gmail bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries. I don't think you said any of them in the right order. Oh, well, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe message us if you could decipher sarah's code i like the way you i like the way you spun that it makes it sound cool and alluring uh, allure is it, if our podcast it's, is anything it's alluring <laughs> okay goodbye thanks for listening thanks Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.